what is up it is your boy uh dd and we're out here again with uh the disgruntled docs podcast and with me the always ever so based lance corman what is up brother <laughs> what's up man how's it going yo it's been uh we just finished going over spooky season over uh thanksgiving so how was your uh day of giving thanks first of all uh, it was good got to hang out with my brother his new baby my parents. Um, That's good. That's great. That's what's up. Shouts out to my brother and his baby. Hey, shout out to that baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, yo, what yeah. that baby doing? <laughs> it's funny because I asked I asked this girl, I was like, hey, did you guys like, are you just going to wait until he picks his own gender? And she was like, <laughs> hell no. <nah. laughs> That's a man. <laughs> What he born with is what he is. <laughs> like he ain't got no choice. So and we're canceled. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's pretty funny that his girl's kind of based, you know. Hey, I can respect that. I thank God, you know. <laughs> Glory to God. But uh speaking of uh weird and odd things about uh well maybe not gender, but <laughs> Spooky things. I know we, we kind of alluded to it before, and uh, we both alluded to it in uh, the previous podcast, and I think also on a story. But, you know, and with the military, there's also a lot of uh, spooky things that also seem to kind of happen. And uh, it, it, it's been very well documented, ironically enough. And there's been some pages that have talked about it. Uh, Tales from the Grid Square. Uh, they're a good page. Granted, of course, they're, I, I don't know their uh, religious background and all this, but I feel like not taking uh, that kind of stance can kind of limit certain perspectives on certain things. Or maybe, uh, I don't know, that maybe that's just my own biased opinion. But uh, we're going to be going over some of those stories, some of our own personal experiences when it comes to the, uh, the other side, I guess you can say, and uh, how we kind of feel or feel about it you know what i mean yeah um <clears throat> you want to go first or want me to go first or? i mean i'm down with either <laughs> or because i've had like my own personal experience when it comes to the the supernatural and i've talked about it like on a on a stream with uh david patrick harry and he has his uh his own youtube channel called church of the eternal logos but it, it was uh so i have two different occasions one was before i was in the military i definitely wasn't taking uh psychedelics <laughs> <laughs> but during one of these nights you know what i mean i i fell asleep and uh you know when, when you're on psychedelics or allegedly right um allegedly yeah you open your mind and people say oh, you gotta open your third eye brother you know what i mean you gotta open yourself up to these things and it's just like uh you're really opening your yourself up to another dimension that sometimes people aren't really aware that they're opening themselves up to which is me for example and uh alex jones is right again hey he was right hey brother Trans hey, uh, you know what trans dimensional um, demons look brother all i'm gonna tell you is that <laughs> the water it's turning the freaking frogs gay <laughs> but uh yeah yeah um so i was having this dream and like, like, you know, when like in a scary movie, everyone's in a house and like everything in the house is like lit up so you can see everything inside the house. But the minute you step outside the house, you can't see anything. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
it's like so, a focusing thing yeah yeah so it was one of those things right and then like oh my I, like it was like friends that i know during that time frame and they were like bro don't go outside he's gonna get you and i'm like what are you talking about brother I'm like what are you guys talking about and they're like, he's out there. And I'm like, who is he? And I, I kind of like, like, granted, like during this time. Can you I was, elaborate a little bit? <laughs> granted, during this time, I was not really going to church. I was, you know, doing a lot of uh, abhorrent kind of things or whatever. And in what, my where mind, was this at? Was, was this here in the States or what? Yeah, I was in the States. This is in San Diego. And okay. uh, I'd been thrown out of my house. I was a bum for like quite a while. And like I was living at a friend's house during this time or whatever. So I, you know, I wasn't in the best state of mind. You know, I was allegedly maybe doing things I wasn't supposed to. Either way, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like all my friends in his dream were alluding to this thing. And then I was just like, bro, like what the what is everyone talking about? So then I step out of this house. And as I'm stepping out of this house, right, I'm just like. I'm looking like I step out into this porch and you know how like most Silent Hill games or like movies or whatever, like you step out on a porch and everything is dark. Like you can't see anything, bro. Like not even like like a foot in front of you, like despite like the porch like being on and the whole nine. You know what I mean? It's like a typical scary movie and you're just standing there and like you can hear your heart beating. You know, you're just like doop, doop, doop. And as you're kind of like looking around, you're just like. Bro, I can't see anything. You know what I mean? Like, it's like being out of 2-9 and, like, during a field op. No one has their lights on. You know your boys are next to you, but you can't see anything. And just knowing the fact that you saw them a few seconds ago, it's the only calming reason that you kind of have. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I kind of had, like, that same feeling. I was like, I know the porch light is on behind me, but I literally cannot see in front of me. And I know that if I take a few steps back, I go back into this set house in this dream. But it's a dream, so I had, like, no clue, right? Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm standing there. Like, I feel this, like, presence come up, like, real close, like, up to your face. Like, almost just, like, kissing the homies goodnight, you know what I mean? Like, that close. <laughs> <laughs> like, super close, bro. And then, like, this presence was like, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to... 22 are your friends and i was just like uh no you're not you know what i mean yeah yeah <laughs> and, and like i could feel it and like i could feel like this this the like it was weird you know what i mean like it, it just felt hot like not in a good way you know what i mean like non-consensual like mm -hmm. and uh <laughs> as I, I was like arguing with him I'm like no you're not and he's like i'm gonna go in there and i'm gonna take all your friends and i'm gonna take everything from you and i was like know the hell you're not you're not even gonna get past me blah 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 or whatever and then as he's trying to get close i'm like holding this thing like by its neck or by its chest or whatever you know what i mean and like i'm like talking or whatever and then out of nowhere within that time frame i'm i'm awake but i'm like holding something with my hand like 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 as if i'm holding like an actual person by the neck you know what i mean and I'm talking as I'm like waking up and I'm saying all these things. And then like, as I'm saying these things, it just kind of like this weight just like lifts off my hand. And I'm just like, bro, what just happened? <laughs> and then 
<laughs> within months, like within <laughs> w- within like a like a couple months, like I lose my friends, girlfriend, like every relationship that I had within that time frame was just absolutely gone, destroyed. You know what I mean? Which uh-huh. which was true, but like that's just one of like like before I was in the military, like personal experience of like close hand in hand, like something that just was like then and there, like real. But yeah, bro. It was uh, it, it's something that I'll never forget because it was so like close that it was just like you know you could taste it, so yeah. Yeah, I don't think I've ever had anything like that. I've had other shit that I've seen. Yeah. Um, but not and like some shit that my dad's told me, but you know that's scenario. That's like yeah. No, I've I've, had, never, like, I've never seen it, so I don't know. But I've had like close hand to hand like like encounters, but then I've also put myself in situations that I, I probably <laughs> never should have been in. <laughs> yeah, like one of the ones that I've seen, um, before the military was when I was like seven or eight years old. Yeah, because yeah. <clears throat> I lived in Mexico, right? I grew up there for a bit. Um, don't even tell me, bro. I'm so mad that like Mexico lost like. Uh, either way, <laughs> we'll talk about this another time. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't want. I didn't watch this, the 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 game or nothing. But you don't. It's it's really. It was today, right? No. Or yesterday or something. Yeah. Oh. It, it, it's like every other World Cup. Uh, sorry that we're distracting. It messes with losing every time. Yeah, yeah. Like they just. <laughs> it's like they look super good, and then the last 20, 15 minutes, it just. It's just like your dream. It, it goes to hell. But I don't know. They need to start putting more beans in their fucking Bro, pre workout, Ch- you know? Chicharito wasn't even on the squad that I'm aware of. So that'll just tell you. And actually, funny enough, one of the commenters, because I posted something, he was just like, Bro, he's like, Mexico has really good players individually. But the minute you put on like like the, the national jersey, it just whang. Bro, like just something odd happens and just either way continue you were living in mexico you're seven years old yeah like i was like seven or eight <clears throat> my grandpa had died and in mexico they do like the wake in the house yeah. right so they leave this body in the living room for like three days right which is kind of weird but whatever um <laughs> and like the first night Right, I, don't, I could be wrong. I don't know if it's the first night or or the last night. Yeah, but the whole family comes together. I mean, it's supposed to be like three days of mourning, so like the family's there the whole time. But yeah, you know the the day that most of the family's there. Um, me being seven years old, we, we go outside. Me and my me and uh, my three cousins who are like all brothers, right? Yeah. Um, one of them is older. And then the other two were like younger than me, <clears throat> but we got outside. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I was trying to cough without <laughs> coughing on to the mic. <laughs> but we got outside, and do you know what a barranco is? Or like, like a, a like, like a, a valley? Yeah, 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 like a like a valley thing. Like so you go a- around a turn, and there's like a barranco. It's like it's like a downhill slope. Like yeah, it's like super dangerous. Yeah, it's like a ditch stuff. on the ground. It's like a canyon, pretty much. Yeah, yeah. And so where we're from, and we're from Jalisco, so it's like there's a lot of them there because like a lot of like mountain ranges. 
Yeah. And we go out there and we're just bored. And we're just like throwing rocks down because, you know, that's what kids do. Of course. And, and it was at night. And then I remember um, I felt really cold all of a sudden. Yeah. And we looked down and there's like trees down in the valley or the canyon. And yeah. it's like there's a woman walking towards the house. Oh, bro, that's how you get on a dog. You better have ran. Like. <laughs> no, she was completely silent. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then all, all I could see was her hand. And she was holding like a like a lantern or something. Oh, hell no, bro. <laughs> but her hand, her hand was brighter than the lantern. Like it was like a blue dolly. I'm like getting goosebumps right now thinking about it again. But yeah. it was like it was like her like skin and everything was like blue. Yeah, yeah. And then the lantern was like a like a regular colored lantern, I guess. Yeah. She got on that way. Bro, I, I don't know. And then so we saw it. And then she was maybe, I don't know, 200 yards from the house. We're pretty far out. And then they were like, fuck. And then we started running. Uh, all, all four of us started running towards the house. And then we looked back over. And she was like, literally Not by that. the house. Oh, no, she was literally by the house. No, dude. <laughs> we were running, dude. And then she was walking the whole time. Or whenever we first saw her. Like the epitome of a movie, bro. She somehow like got close to the house. She was still down at the valley, but like yeah. kind of like parallel to the house. And we're like, what the fuck? Like we just ran yeah. for like, you know, I mean, it was like a couple hundred yards. So like we, we like sprinted for like a minute or two. Yeah. And then she was by, like, parallel to the house. And, but now like I, I saw all of it. Right. And it was like, no shit, like the, you know, woman with like a white dress on. Yeah. And I was like, oh God, like I, dude, I'm still getting goosebumps talking about this, but like, it was like, no shit that the Yorona like description or whatever, but yeah. she like, that didn't, we didn't hear anything. Yeah. And we were still like cold, like really yeah. cold. Oh, for those of y'all who don't know what the Yorona is. So like, there's this like Mexican myth, right? Where like this wife, like her husband died or her husband left her or whatever and then like she was so distraught by the whole thing that she took her kids and she unalived them in the river and then like the police went to find her or whatever but like more of the story is like in the night like you will hear her calling oh mis hijos like my kids and like she'll like kidnap kids and then like unalive them or whatever but yeah that's uh oof bro yeah, like, yeah yeah that's yeah that's pretty much the synopsis of the yorona but like yeah. so we ran inside yeah and we were like shook the fuck out we, we were <laughs> shook it yeah and then we're like oh I, we told our parents like we saw this lady outside blah, blah blah and they didn't believe us right yeah so then i was like all right whatever let's just chalk it up as a you know us being kids or whatever but like, I, I didn't sleep that whole night and then I, I was thinking like oh my my grandpa was like in the living room and we're I know, know, like, <laughs> two rooms away from him so like i didn't i didn't sleep the whole night but then so we never talked about it me and my cousins never did and then uh the the, the older cousin 
right? Yeah, I, yeah. I talked to him maybe 10 years after that. And we, were really, we were really drunk one night, and I was like, hey, bro, like, do you remember what we saw that night at my grandpa's funeral? And, like, he, dude, he he's, like, a darker, he's darker than I am. And he, <laughs> he went pale. He went pale whenever I mentioned it, dude. He was like, dude, I thought I was crazy. I thought I was, like, the only one that saw that. I'm like, no, we talked about it, like, to the like grown-up people. And he's like, yeah, they didn't fucking believe us. I'm like, yeah, dude. Yeah. And, and then, like, I didn't even, like, uh, give any information out, you know, like, yeah. no, no leading questions or anything. And he described, he described what happened, like, exactly how I remembered it. Yeah. Which is the crazy part, right? Demons are real, bro. And I was going to talk to my other, his younger brother, but he got killed by a cartel a couple of years ago. So, yeah. Oh. It is what it is. <laughs> rest hey, in peace. Rest in peace, you know. <laughs> Little primito, way. But yeah, no, dude, bro, like, I, I believe it, bro. Like, there's been like shared experiences. Like, I didn't even like. I've never done DMT or like ayahuasca, but I've heard of people having like similar experiences to like certain types of uh events. Like, I, you know what I mean. And even like for me, which uh, uh I was with my brother, and like I definitely was not doing any uh, legal substances during these times. Um, <laughs> and but like him and I were like out. And it's not a spooky, but it kind of like leads to like that same kind of route of mentality, I guess you could say. And like, uh, we were out. It was like late. It was like midnight or something like dumb. You know what I mean? Like him and I were not sober. We'll just leave it at that. And we want to go get cigarettes or whatever. And as we're coming back, uh, we're going up this hill or whatever, and by this park, and like we're like smoking cigarettes and we're waiting for the the other homies to come up, and then like. I notice a star and it's like shaking and I'm like, bro, my eyes are probably bugging out because I'm, you know, I'm on one. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm like, I look at my brother and I'm like, bro, take a look at the star. Tell me it's not moving. Tell me I'm not tripping, bro. And he's like, bro, you're tripping. And I'm like, no, 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 doc. Like, look. And he starts looking. So like me and my brother are looking straight up at the moon. So it's like to the moon at the bottom right corner or whatever, there's like a little star and it's like wiggling. So can you imagine like being some dude that's like walking home and you see these two idiots like <laughs> staring at the <laughs> I got midnight just like, okay, bro, I need to get the hell out of here before I get sacrificed to Moloch. But uh, <laughs> we were just like both tripping. Me and my brother was both bugging out because, you know, we weren't sober or whatever. And then, the other homies were sober uh, with us, you know what I mean? And then they were just like, bro, what are you staring at? And I was just like, yo, there's a star and it's wiggling. And they're just like, bro, you're tripping. And I'm just like, yes, I'm tripping, but no, I'm not tripping. <laughs> so now it's like five of us are staring up into the sky. And then the star is like wiggling and then it moves across the moon from like right to left right and we're all seeing and we're all seeing this like the five of us bro like like i like i shit you not right and I, as it's kind of like wiggling we're all like bro are y'all seeing that They're like dude no way no way and like this is like 2008 2009 and then <laughs> we're just like bro and then we're like tripping and then the stars wiggles and then it just disappears 
like out of nowhere and we're just like yo and we're all we're all like staring at each other we're like there's no way the five of us did not just like see the same thing and did not see the same thing and we're like talking about that like bro i just saw what you saw and we were just like tripping out we're just like bro what the hell did we just see like no way that's aliens and like it just sparked this conversation of aliens and demons but yeah it was uh it was quite interesting to kind of uh as we all were kind of experiencing this thing like together and some of us were sober some of us weren't and some you know were a hundred percent sober so it was just kind of like that reaction that we all kind of saw together as a group in a different state of being yet we all saw the same thing it was kind of like it's yeah it's, i think it's pretty intense I mean, it, pe- people have those experiences, like the confirmation bias or whatever. Yeah. But like, even if you're all fucked up or you're not, or you're sober, you know what I mean? Like, if somebody explains what happened exactly how you remember it, mm-hmm. like there's there's no way, especially if it's multiple people. You know what I mean, it's like there there's some fuckery afoot, you know? <laughs> there's yeah. something going on. <laughs> and like, even like at a it happened to me in Afghan as well. And it was like uh, one of those first times that we were, it was one of the, like the first nights or whatever, or like, well, we got to Leatherneck. And once we we're in Leatherneck, we needed to wait for like clearance or something like completely like dumb or whatever. And then when we finally got to like Shook, I got with my section and then we were finally, okay, this is what we're going to be doing, whatever, blah, blah, blah. We were out on, on our, we were out on a post. And it was like on a vehicle post, you know what I mean? So you have like your regular posts and then we had like different positions out in the open in different spots or whatever. And we were out in our spot because we, I was part of the, uh, not lead Vic, but like part of like the center, the the lead, the team lead Vic, I guess you could say. So we were in lead Vic, but we were like, I was in the team lead Vic because I was the doc. We had the six by whatever. And I remember one of these nights, you know, it was like one of the one of the, like the first weeks in Afghan or whatever. We're like telling scary stories because YOLO, you know, <laughs> <laughs> and then like, you know, I told my boys the story about the, the alien thing, the star or whatever. And then like these dudes were talking about all this stuff. And for most people that don't understand, like the the genie, uh, maybe not genealogy, but the history of Afghanistan, like when people say it's where kingdoms go to die because so many people have tried taking over Afghanistan in a l- large periods of times, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like Alexander the great and other people in between that Russia and now us America, but we failed, whatever. Uh, there's, a, there's a really good book about uh, uh, Alexander's conquest of Afghan. Yeah. It's called literally the Afghan campaign. It's told on the perspective of like a Roman soldier, or not Roman, but like a Greek soldier, mm-hmm. and it's really good. I recommend that book. There you go. So if if you guys like to read and you guys are nerds like me, you'll pick that up. So uh, we were telling like spooky stories or whatever, and this it was like two in the morning or something dumb, and like our position, we had uh, two trucks. So within our trucks, we had like three four people each you know what i mean so we had like one two three we had like six seven people right and we had one person up on the uh, up on the gun you know what i mean so that way they could uh be taking security of course it was a boot and it wasn't me because i was doing radio watch 
as a good senior would, even though it was a boot <laughs> third. <laughs> but like we had like this little bonfire going, right? And like we're all telling these spooky stories or whatever, and we're just like, uh, or whatever. And then all of a sudden, we're, someone says something like dumb, and you know how like everyone starts laughing, and then all of a sudden there's like this awkward silence. So there was this awkward silence, and all of a sudden, bro, like children laughing. What the fuck? Like, like it was like around, like, like you know when you like if you draw a C right to where the the left portion of the seat is upwards so it's like you have your defense where it's like you have a wall to your left a wall to your north a wall to your right my and that was like our little position and we had one truck on the south side and then another truck just a little bit south of that so it just so we could have a 360 degree perimeter and then we had a, another truck like a couple thousand like feet away or whatever like we were like in between two positions and like there was like five of us five or four of us that heard children laughing all around us bro and we start freaking out and we grab our nods we grab our kids we already had our rifles practically next to us right we start calling out to the homie that was up on the gun, which is one of my the one of the homies, right? And I'm like, and I'm like, Burger, do you see anybody out there? And he's like, Bro, what the hell is happening? And he's like, Do you see anyone out there? He's like, No. And he starts like sweeping, you know, like looking around and stuff, and he doesn't see anything. So then we start freaking out. And he's like, Who's out there? Do you guys hear something? Like, yeah, we hear children laughing. And he starts freaking out. We start calling out to the other trucks. And they're like, bro, I don't see anyone in your position except you guys moving. So we started like sweeping our AO, our little area of operation, our little like, you know, area or whatever. Nothing is around us. Not coyotes, not dogs, not nothing, bro. And we're just like, bro, like, what the hell? Like, dude, like we could like that whole I didn't sleep that whole night, bro. <laughs> like it was that bad. And like before, like, no, bro, like everyone can't sleep in the truck. I was like, I'm not sleeping out there. And they were like, well, someone's got to sleep up there. And I'm like, no, we can button up the truck, dog. I don't care. I will <laughs> sleep on the, I slept in the truck for like a couple of nights, like after that, because like, I was scared. Like out of my mind, like, I, like I was reading my Bible, like throughout Afghan and Iraq. <laughs> but like during this time, like I, I had never gripped onto my Bible any harder than those first couple of weeks after that event bro like it was just indescribable you know that's crazy dude yeah when we were in um korea i don't know if you've ever been there i've been to <laughs> nam so i'm a vietnam veteran <laughs> <laughs> yeah so in korea there's this place called the like the lsa it's in like pohang like close to kamujuk sure and Um, so it's like this abandoned, like art or abandoned artillery base or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so everyone sleeps in like tents, right? Mm-hmm. Which is whatever. Like we're used to it, and we stayed there for maybe a month, just sleeping in tents. And, um, 
we had the first few nights were cool, you know, whatever. And then after like a night or two, uh, we started hearing this whistling, right? Like in the middle, it, and it always happened at three in the morning, you know, the witching hour or whatever they call it. Every time, bro. Dude. And like, we kept hearing this whistling, right? But like it, it, it was really far away at first. And then every few seconds, it would get closer and closer. And I'm like, like I I've I grew up kind of like, you know, being outdoors and shit like that. So yeah. I'm like, like, I know what a cricket sounds like, you know, uh, stuff like that. And, yeah. but we get closer and closer until it's literally outside of your tent. Like, and you hear it. It's like, it's like deafening how loud it is. Yeah. And it'll be outside your tent. And then the first night, I was like, maybe I'm going crazy. You know, like, I don't know. Maybe my, my mind's like pin, playing tricks on me. Uh, second night, same shit happens. And then I finally speak up uh, for like, because, you know, we, we share a tent with other people. And I'm like, hey, do you guys hear that? Or is it just me? And like, dog, why didn't you say anything before that? Dude, like, we heard that shit last night. <laughs> And it was like four of us. It was like a six-man tent or, or whatever they're called. And yeah. I think there was four of us in there, though. Because it was all like NCOs or some shit like that. Yeah. And so, like, whatever this whistling is going on, we're just sitting there. Yeah, I'm just sitting there awkwardly staring at each other. Like, No, we're, we're like staring at the door because it's like, out, like the little flap to open the, the thing. It's, yeah. like right, it's like right outside of that. And we're just like staring there, holding our breath, like try not to breathe <laughs> too hard, you know. <laughs> Y'all had rifles and guns and ammo or not? No, I don't know. We we had rifles, but we, we don't have no fucking ammo, dude. Oof. And, and we were just sitting there, like, uh, what do we do? Yeah. And it just stops. And I'm like, okay, if it was a cricket, like it wouldn't just stop. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it happened every fucking night. And then uh, one night, because the BAS, because it was a whole battalion was there. Yeah. And one night, um, I was bored in the tent. So I was like, walked out, went to the BAS, because uh, our boy, I think, yeah, RP, RP uh, Sensei. He was mm. he was the BAS and he had his laptop with movies in it, right? Yeah, yeah. So I was like, oh, I'm gonna go go watch a movie with them. So I would go over there and there was some dude that was like on like BAS, you know, medical watch or whatever you want to call it. Yeah, yeah. And he's one of my boys. So I'm sitting out there with him, kind of both like smoking a cigarette. And then there's this like tire swing that's on this like little playground makeshift oh, play- no. playground, right? But the 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 tire is like hooked up not with a rope, it's hooked up on a like a chain, right? Yeah. And then the chain is just going off, dude. Like it, the the swing is just swinging like <laughs> violently. <laughs> oh no! But it wasn't it wasn't uh windy. I mean, like you would get like a random gust of wind, but yeah, for it to um 
to be shaking like that, yeah. It's to be definitely... swinging, to be swinging a chain tire, like a chained tire, you know, it's like that's a lot of that's a lot of force, you know. Yeah, yeah. And that shit was going off, dude. And like, you just hear the change. It's like, ching, ching, ching. And I'm like, oh my god, dude. And like we saw, we we so we heard it. We walked over to it, and the chain was completely still. Like this, the 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 tire wasn't moving at all. Oof. And I was like, oh my god, I'm out. I'm like, I'm not on watch, dude. Sorry, <laughs> I'm fucking leaving. <laughs> and then I went. I walked back into my tent, and then all my boys were still up. Um, because all my machine gunners, we all slept together. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, the fucking t- did you guys hear the chain on the tire? And like, like we could barely hear it, but yeah, we heard. I thought you guys were fucking with it. I'm like, no, dude. Like we walked over there, and that shit was like completely still. So I'm like, I don't know what was making the sound or whatever. But yeah. like, I I heard the chain moving, and we literally walked over, like you know, stood maybe four or five feet in front of it and it was uh-huh. a movie so it, i was like oh my god like i don't know what's going on dude but like i'm not gonna investigate uh, like... the fuck out of here and then so so kind of follow, follow up to the story right it's like we maybe like towards the end of our stay there um our our platoon commander yeah he wanted us to do a gas mask run up this fucking like mountain pretty much behind uh, of course he did where we're staying at right and i had a whole argument with him but you know um he wanted us to do a gas mask run i said no because we don't have you know co2 monitors because you know we're pretty much forcing like to become like um hypoxic here you know mm-hmm. and then he he was like all right fine like we won't do the gas mask run but we'll do the run but we're gonna do the run and you know pay for it doc and i was like all right fuck it whatever and <laughs> and the way i paid for it was i had to keep doing the run until the entire platoon was done right so like the, the way he kind of gauged it was the whole platoon, so like 30 dudes were run up there, up this mountain, and then back down. And the, the, the two fastest people, um, they'd be able to just stop. And me being the corpsman, I can't just like not go on the run when there's people, you know, running. Yeah. <laughs> so I literally so it was maybe a mile, a half a mile up the mountain, half a mile down. And, you know, so we would do one mile and then two people would kind of skate out of the run. But it was 30 of us. So it's like I did, you know, I don't know, maybe 15 miles that day. And (laughs) I was fucking dying at the end. But um, the turnaround point just happened to be at a fucking cemetery (laughs) up in the mountains, bro, like in the middle of nowhere like up this big ass hill there's like no road access to it it's like trails only mm-hmm. and yeah there's like a cemetery back there so i think that's where, why we were hearing all that shit from and 
all the whistling came from that direction. So I think it was just, you know, I don't know, spirits or demons, whatever you want to call them. I, I would say know. demons, but it, well, we can get into something. that. <laughs> yeah, like, it was something. <laughs> that was, the, uh, dude, I, I, when I was in Shook, there was times where, like, they would go, like, blackout, like, on the base, like, on base for just because, oh, you know, let's just throw the enemy off. And it's like, bro, they know we're up here. <laughs> like Doap is really like like not like a couple clicks up from us. Like they know where we're at, bro. Like going lights out makes absolutely no sense. I mean, one of the nights that I came back from being on post, like with the uh, guns and stuff, um, uh, I was like, yo, like I'm, I'm gonna go to the BAS and pick up some stuff, and I'm gonna see if I can get on the MWR and go on MySpace or whatever. And like, as I was like walking up. It was like dark, like I couldn't see. I could barely see in front of me, bro. Like, like one of those nights. Like, it's like if you ever been in an absolute darkness where there's absolutely no light, like where you literally can't see anything. There's no moonlight. There's nothing. Like it's it's legitimately like frightening. Like it's spooky. You know what I mean? And as I was like walking, like I was like walking kind of slow because I'm like bro like I can't see I, I don't have my nods and I can't even use my nods anyways because you know it gives off that green tint and there's no nods no nothing you know the, some dumb you know whatever but <laughs> as I was walking I bump it to someone and I was like oh my bad bro and then this person doesn't reply and I'm standing there like Say something. <laughs> yeah, like say something. Too. <laughs> and, I, and I have my rifle and I have my like my one magazine and because you know we're we're in the fob and I'm just like and, I, and I'm like waiting to hear a reply like you're good, bro. Like hey, don't worry or like something and like anything and I don't hear anything. I'm just like oh, who did I just bump into? And I'm like standing there like like halfway between the hooch and like the BAS and I'm just like and I'm like standing there like an idiot like in the middle of the night like bro what the hell who what did I just bump into and I'm like bro and I don't hear anything I don't even hear footsteps like nothing (laughs) and I'm just like bro forget this and I just start walking way faster to the BAS and then I ran into some homies there that I knew that were just like, bro, what the hell are you doing here so late? I'm like, I can't pick up some stuff and I bumped into somebody. Like, yeah, who did you bump into? I'm like, I don't know. I'm like, what do you mean you don't know? And I'm like, I don't know who I bumped into. And they're like, bro, quit playing. And I'm like, I bumped into someone in the middle of the night in the dark and I have no clue who it is. <laughs> and they were just like staring at me like, quit playing, bro. And I'm like, why would I be lying at any given point in time right now? I have more to lose by lying right now. And they were just like, I don't know, maybe it was somebody. I'm like, yeah, it was obviously something. It was something. Because <laughs> like like I started kind of like like after I bumped this person, and as I was standing there, like calling out, like, bro, you good? And there wasn't a response. Like I was like trying to reach, and I was like, maybe I like because there was like a, a tower. 
like like you know the the jeep boss or like the blimp or whatever like it was like there was there was one there and i was just like maybe i bumped into a wire mm-hmm. so i was like blindly like trying to reach and see if there was something but there was nothing there so that's what freaked me out the most but uh yeah like demons are real regardless yeah there's, there's some something going on because like i've I, it's hard to kind of put your finger on it because there's been some few dudes that have like talked about it and there's a there's a meme page called uh tales from the grid square which they talk about a lot of the stuff and like i know we had some people send some stuff in about seeing stuff with 29 palms and seeing like lights flashing and like a ufo type ordeal but it's like there's this uh podcast called uh lord of the spirits it's on ancient faith radio it's an orthodox podcast but on one of them they talk about the land of giants and they talk about like uh like actual giants you know what i mean like how Mm -hmm. like back in the biblical days there was like actual like giants but where it came from right so to give a little bit of background like some of the angels that came down from heaven that fell had uh relations with the humans and then that's where you kind of get this like this this thing in between where it's like they're not people but they're not any angels there's something in this in between right you know what i mean so it's just like they're called the nephilim right i don't know if you've mm-hmm. heard that term ever before yeah so like that's kind of where a lot of this kind of stuff stems stems from you know what i mean the angels that kind of fell they saw that their the daughters of men were attractive and they took themselves and they chose and the lord said my spirit shall not abide in man forever for his flesh and uh but the nephilim in those days also afterwards you know they bore children to them so they were mighty men who were of old and men of renown so they were huge like men and huge like creatures and these things that kind of like happen and there's been tales of like afghan where there have been like huge creatures and huge dudes that are like disappeared you know what i mean and yeah. some of those I, i've been where it's like yeah bro where people have seen like giants on ir and they'll call it in and then like as they're calling it in as they look back these things disappear yeah there's you know a I mean? um I go on YouTube a lot, right? <laughs> but uh, there's this guy. I know I've, I've talked to you about it. The Mr. Ballin. I don't know. Maybe. He's like a, a retired Navy SEAL or whatever. But like he just does uh, videos about like paranormal shit now. Okay. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. Yeah. And um, he he talks about the Giants in Afghan. And he, he goes way more you know into it than i would mm-hmm. he's a storyteller i'm not i'm just a fucking idiot you know same <laughs> and but there, there there's like more um like it's not a coincidence you know that so many uh cultures that haven't spoken to each other all see a lot of the similar yep yeah so like do you know like that brand patagonia right yeah like that's that stands for land of uh land of the giants in Argentina, yeah. right? Um, <clears throat> don't even talk to me about Argentina right now. <laughs> <laughs> <That's fine. laughs> 
So like there uh I guess I think it was Captain Cook, the guy that discovered like Easter Island and all that shit. Before they like go, you know, under like the southern uh tip of South America or whatever, yeah. they they saw giants, right? Um, and they didn't they didn't say that they were like 15 foot or nothing like that, but he said that they were like between 10 and 15 foot tall. Yeah, which is still pretty fucking tall, right? And and that's why they called it Patagonia, which is like land of the giants, because they they saw giants or whatever. Yeah. So yeah. you know, people in South America, like Argentina, Peru, like that, that southern tip area, you know, they've seen that shit. Like, there's like uh records of like Vikings and that shit. You know, um, records of what's water- that? That one legend of uh that everyone always talks about. Oh, Which geez. one? It's gonna bother me now. Bigfoot. Oh, but, no, it's not Bigfoot. But there's another <laughs> like legend of like a big dude. He was like a giant, but he was like a king. Mm. It'll come to me later. But go ahead, uh, keep going. Nothing about it. Well, yeah, I'm just saying, like, there, there, there's just way too too many similarities for it to just be a coincidence, you know? Um, and even with pyramids, right? Like there's pyramids everywhere and people say, Oh, it's because uh, the pyramid is the most, you know, stable structure there is or whatever. <clears throat> but I don't know. There's some, there's something afoot, you know? Yeah, yeah, and like I've, I've never really kind of like looked into this stuff until like one of the homies, like uh, Romeo from uh, BBF, like sent me this thing on like the Nephilim, and I've seen some people like post about it like sporadically, you know what I mean? Most people tend to be uh, kind of like hesitant because it's just like, oh, bro, it's like there's no way it's like Bible related. It's just like, what's your temple hat? Yeah, yeah, and it's like they they talk about it, and even then, like the bro, it's gonna bug me that I can't remember what it's called, but there's a uh, uh, besides like in the book of Enoch, they talk about giants, you know what I mean? But there's a uh, Gilgamesh, the epic mm. of Gilgamesh. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like he was a giant king too, and they kind of uh, this podcast I'm telling you about. Uh, on ancient faith radio they talk about all this they talk about the nephilim they talk about Gil- the epic of gilgamesh and how it's like interrelated with all these things but like yeah like there's definitely something that's like in this in between like weird and like uh uh i've listened to this other podcast that's based on a book by father seraphim rose where he talks about like uh alien abductions and like the correlation between that and demons and like i know it's kind of like a stretch most people will be like bro there's no way you can connect those two and it's like uh, <laughs> there's just a very simple way to kind of actually connect them right uh i mean if you want to give it that room so to speak so it's like all these things these demons you know what i mean they know all these things have happened within these lands within this time frame right L- granted let's just let's just assume right for the sake of the argument that demons know what we know and they know what's been going on up until now to the past, right? For the sake of the argument. So 
they understand and they can kind of see certain things like a change of temperature, a change in our temperature and certain of these things. And we're talking about certain things that can create certain scenarios to create these kind of situations. Right. And there's been, I can't remember the name of the scholar, but this dude who was studying like aliens and he's an atheist, like non-religious type. And his study was saying that, you know, there's the three different degrees of like alien interaction, right? First, second, first encounter, second encounter, third encounter. You know what I mean? Like first encounter is something seen from afar. You know what I mean? Maybe a spaceship, maybe a moving star, maybe something. You know, second encounter, you see it a little bit closer, like within a fifty hundred yard, you know, mile or radius, give or take. Encounters of the third kind is, you know, like, kind of like the movie, you know, something up close, something real, something like super personal. But a lot of the data that he collected from all of these things for a second and third encounter, everything that he had annotated in this was saying all these things were of negative impact. Nothing good came out of any of these encounters, whether first, second or third, they were all negative. Like people would have these encounters and just afterwards just would lose it. Or sometimes they would un unalive themselves from how horrific. So he came to the conclusion of, hey, all these encounters are negative. There's nothing positive. These things, whatever they may be, mean bad. Mm -hmm. So then if you can look at things in that perspective, right? Like someone who is non-religious, someone who doesn't believe in any, in any God or whatever, is saying, hey, whatever these things are, they're bad. They don't mean any good to any of us. So then if you add the religious perspective of things, demons are not good in any give in any way, given shape or form. You can watch any scary movie and even come to the conclusions. My brother in Christ, yeah, demons are evil. They're here to hurt us. <laughs> you know what I mean? And they play on these emotions and on these feelings and on these things. So it's like, Grand, you people might not be believe that it's like, hey, there's no way they could take, they can take forms. Uh, you'd be surprised what they can and can't do. You yeah. know what I mean? And uh, Father Seth from Rose, he talks about certain examples in like Christian history where like people have been kidnapped and thinking that things are kosher, and they're completely not. You know what I mean? Including children, adults. And these situations, so it, it it's interesting to kind of see that kind of perspective where it's like us as, you know, like for me that I was always kind of religious, like kind of growing up and then being in the military. And then you go to these places that are, you know, quote unquote haunted, like Afghanistan, where like Afghanistan's what do they call it? It's where kingdoms go to die, right? Yeah, that place uh, has seen more death in the history of mankind than any other place in the world. Exactly, you know what I mean? And then you start talking about these spooky things. You know what I mean? You have a bunch of, you know, teenagers to mid-20s, you know what I mean, that are, like, talking about these things. So what are these entities or whatever you want to call it going to do? Take advantage of the situation. You know what I mean? Granted, they can go out their way that it's, like, it's going to push you closer to God. It's, like, bro, there's literally some evil demonic being out here. Or you're just going to be, like, <laughs> nah, bro, it's ghosts. 
No, it's it's the ghost from Christmas past, and they're here to haunt me because of my ex girlfriends or whatever, you know. But <laughs> like, like people my see these things. Did it. It's her laughing. Fuck you, Cynthia. Gina, I mean, uh, <laughs> Gina, what's up? Gina. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. So it's like it's 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 just a. A coincidence, or maybe it's not a coincidence. I don't know, man. I don't believe in coincidence anymore. That it's just like these things happen for a particular reason, and it's gonna push you whether to believe a little more or question things. At least, in my perspective. Yeah, I think people should be more. I. Well, I'm I'm one of those people. I I don't push my religion on people, right? For the most part. Yeah. However, I think people should be more open-minded about, you know, like what stuff could be or like different. Sometimes we don't have the answer or science, science, you know, doesn't have the answers to it. Maybe Believe the science right? or maybe, soy ends. Yeah, like I'm, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty rational thinker, I think. But sometimes my, my rationale uh and you know the proof or whatever can't answer some of this shit and then at that point like i chalk it up to like yo this is some like demonic shit you know yeah this is some like weird shit going on like just be open-minded about you know i don't know like it's okay to not have the answers i guess oh no for sure and then there's times where like kind of things come up and you're just like okay bro like there is no way that like this is kind of happening and even just funny enough uh and it's not like something spooky and most people would be like oh bro like correlation is not causation i'm like uh first of all like please don't uh because i've had some situations like that where it's just like and I know most people are like, oh, bro, praying doesn't ever do anything. But sometimes it does. You know what I mean? There's things that you can't explain where like even it does. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like recently, uh, you know, we're praying for a, a kid who was having like a heart issue in utero. You know what I mean? Like something that like should have caused a stillborn. I'm just going to leave it at that. Like bad enough to that point, I was like, you know, we're we're praying. It's like, hey, whatever happens, you know what I mean. Like, Lord knows what is best. Mm-hmm. Whether he doesn't make it, okay, whatever. That's I'm no one to say why he should or shouldn't. And but if he does, you know what I mean. Cool. And then when this kid was born, that didn't. As soon as he was born, echocardiogram the whole night, completely fine, completely Damn. fine, bro. And like scientifically like scientifically speaking you can't explain these things like at all like at all. even the experiences you and i have seen or have done and like all these things where it's just like five different people here laughing surrounded around and you're 360 and you start looking and there's literally nothing there no coyotes no nothing the closest village was over a click away and there was nothing around our perimeter at all. And five different people heard the exact same laughter and a high-pitched voice that sounded like children all around you. You're going to tell me in the most straightest face ever that it's just 
by pure chance. <laughs> no, no way. No, no way. way. No way. <laughs> no shot. No shot. Like any, you can watch any scary movie that talks about like demons and crazy. You're like, oh, yeah, bro, I can see that happening. And then someone talks about it in real life and like, bro, you're tripping. It's like, what did you say to me, bro? Like all these things happen in real life and then people just chalk it up to it's chance. No biggie. <laughs> like, bro, that there are things beyond our realm and beyond our understanding that happen to be around us every day. And then we go into these places that happen to be not cursed per se, but definitely seen a lot more that we are aware of. And the minute we bring anything up, they're like, oh, you've opened up this door. Congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, want to uh, start reading off some of the messages we got? Or... Okay, okay. And like I said, I would listen to that dude, Mr. Ballin, on YouTube. Yeah. Um. There's another dude like creepy McPasta. If you want to listen to some, listen to some like spooky stuff. Oh, I read creepy pasta. He's big on uh X on a uh, half chan or four chan. Of course, you shouldn't go on there. But if <laughs> bunch, of, bunch of pedophiles over there, I was on B only. Like, but whatever. <laughs> Not that I would know what goes on over there, but yeah, creepy, uh, creepy pasta, the pro. Like I. No, dude, there was nights when I just couldn't like sleep over reading some of that <laughs> stuff, dude. Like, just X is another. Ugh. Dude, I would listen to to some of that shit sometimes, and I just wouldn't be able to sleep the rest of the night. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? It's like an old conversation that uh, I've had with uh, coworkers and other people. It's just like, bro, and and it's something that I I remember like my buddies. Like, I call him my cousin just because I've known him forever. And, like, when you're Mexican and you've known someone for a long time, they become your cousin. You know what I mean? And, like, my aunt, she just says some stuff like that. It's like, no, mijo, don't watch that because you're going to invite demons into your house. And you're just like, okay, whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? But then now as an adult, you're just, like, talking about these things. And these things happen. You're just like, what have I done? done (laughs) I should have done that. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's one of those. Yeah, yeah. There's like another thing on Facebook called uh like Hawaii or Oahu like paranormal encounters, something like that. Yeah. Dude, let me tell you, Hawaii, bro, is like or Oahu especially, it's like haunted as fuck, bro. Tunan is haunted too, bro. Insane. I haven't seen no crazy shit in Tunan yet. Bro, I, I got a few messages from people of like seeing like alien type activity. Or, like, there was that dude that died also there. Remember that dude that, uh, I can't remember his name, but they always used to do the safety briefs with his name on there because. Oh, uh, he was like a road guard. Yeah. And yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. Hey, rest in peace, homie. Like, yeah, rest in peace. There's a lot of people that die there from the, uh, training accidents. Training accidents. Bro, uh, one of my EOD tags when we were out in Iraq. His boys were out in two nine, and they were doing uh, a Mark nineteen range, and there was a live round, and they went out, and 
you know, they thought I was cool or whatever. And uh, ironically enough, it wasn't cool. And uh, it went off and just unalive the dude. But yeah, it could set up like kind of like a chain and they freaking pink misted the guy. So like there's been a lot of people that have like, like sadly died at 29 Palms. So like I would not be surprised that there's like other otherworldly things that are just within that realm to push people to a direction they really don't want to go yeah that also happened like a, a similar eod thing happened in pendleton like 2014 or something like that mm-hmm. it's pretty sad but um some dude got ran over by a, a engineer by a tractor like a like a bulldozer I think Oof. 2017, 18. Uh, almost got, almost got ran over by a bulldozer in 2014, I think. Oh, got turned into a freaking pancake. I was in a, I was in my sleeping bag, and I hear like the bulldozer, right? Yeah. And I had a glow, like I had a glow stick next to my head, like we're supposed to, <laughs> and. Or like a in a perimeter, right? So glow yeah. sticks, and this motherfucker just kept driving, and I like got up and I was like, I got up in my sleeping bag still because I was like really cold, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and right. I I saw this bulldozer coming towards me, and I literally hopped away in my uh, sleeping bag. <laughs> I was just hopping like a fucking worm, dude. That's funny. Uh, I got away somehow from this bulldozer, but this dude saw me and didn't stop. And um, my machine gunners, I think, I think one, uh, I think like one or two of the session leader, or the session leader and one of the team leaders, like, or the squad leader, like, beat the fuck out of the driver because they're about to run over like three of us. <clears throat> but like training shit, like, there's a lot of people that have died in turn on palms like just by accident or you know whatever yeah there was one uh my first itx uh they they were dropping off a, a water buffalo and uh this pilot uh she almost dropped it on top of like first platoon it was the funniest <laughs> thing ever <laughs> like these dudes like moved like last second and like bro like i'd never seen these dudes so heated it was pretty funny but i was like it's like oh bro i should probably grab my med bag this doesn't look good and then the worst part was that it was empty <laughs> oh the water bowl was empty yeah i was like bro, so what like, the fuck were they doing i don't know it was so dumb and then like it was one thing like she almost killed like a couple of dudes in first platoon but then she drops an empty water bowl like bro <laughs> like if you would have killed them and if it was a full water bowl okay m- maybe you get a pass like mission accomplished you have the water here you know what i mean yeah, yeah but <laughs> you dropped an empty water bowl and you almost kill people so it's a double negative so a negative and a negative does not equal positive in this one yeah we're doing like overhead fires 2015 and uh, sp- uh oh with artillery right mm-hmm. and we were doing like the defense or whatever uh oh. itx and i still remember who i think 
It was 210 from Camp Lejeune. I was going to say, hopefully it wasn't 211 cause, or like 311 because they're absolute, bro, they've almost killed people on our, on our <laughs> ITX. I'll put continue. The, I think it was 210. And these motherfuckers dropped uh, around short by miles and then hit the back of an AV. Oof. And it blew the whole, it blew like pieces of it off, I think. The drivers or the driver and the gunner were like concussed, but they were alive, thank God. Yeah. And so the AV covered like first platoon, uh, first squad, I think. Because they were right in front of it. Mm. So like, the AV took most of the hit. But we had eight guys with shrapnel um, from a, a 155, like HE. And I was maybe, I don't know, like 150 yards away. Mm-hmm. Um, I was in a hole. Sleeping, you know, how I'll be doing. <laughs> and uh, I had to wake up my, my platoon sergeant. I'm like, hey, I had to kick him because he wouldn't wake up. But I kicked him and I was like, hey, we just got hit with artillery. And he's like, the fuck you talking about or whatever. And I'm like, dude, get up, man. They're still shooting artillery. And it was still drop like rounds being dropped like pretty short. Oh. <clears throat> and he like pulls me into the hole. <laughs> He's like staying here. <laughs> but I was, dude, like, I I mean, there's mistakes, there's accidents or whatever. And thankfully nobody died that time. But um, yeah, kind of going back to Tournament Palms. Like, I, I do think that there might be some shit going on there. I, I've never seen anything paranormal. Well, there's also not too far from there is uh, where Manson is from, to be oh, fair. Amboy? Amboy. Amboy Crater. There's been a lot of um, satanic type events going on around Amboy Crater. Well, you know, so, what, they hear? You know what they say, right? That the, the Joshua Tree only grows in two places in the world, right? Hell and the entrance to hell, right? And then I can't it's, remember. It's uh Jerusalem and the entrance to hell. Which one is which? Who knows? That's an easy pick, brother. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just, but yeah, I've I've heard of that saying, yeah, like the so I I'm honestly not surprised at all these like weird and funny enough that you mentioned like arty like uh, kinda happening because it happened to us too. And uh I think it was it was after my first deployment and something similar happened, but it was like, like, you know how you have your fire, your final firing line. Yeah. And like, you know, so we were getting attacked by like these ghost seven freaking tiger tanks or whatever the hell you want to call it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So we had like whatever cat platoon from weapons company out like at the most farthest point or whatever and then it was just like like you know like after tanks reach a certain point your cat team has to move back or whatever and then there's like an ffl that like once tanks reach a certain point like all guns are fixed on that position and they like open up wide and uh somebody one of the somebody from the firing line jacked up and as Cal was like pushing back, luckily they're scumbags. 
so they were pushing back kind of slow. <laughs> and I remember I was like, like I've heard incoming close because when I was in Afghan, uh, just to give a little bit of context, right? We were in Afghan. Uh, Matt had just gotten hit. And this is Machete 3. They got blown up. They hit a 500-pounder or whatever. Uh, so we had lost Matt. It was once the driver, the VC, the TBIs, broken arms, messed up back, arms. You know what I mean? And then uh, the dog in the back died. Three dudes in the back had TBIs. It was like a six-by. And then, you know, Matt was on the gun and he... You know, sadly passed away. Uh, so it was a pretty jacked up day, and then we set out another day, past past that in our position or whatever, and then so we called uh a loom rounds on our positions, and we were so far out even for the one twenties that they were almost putting these things like almost parallel to the ground, but just enough to where like you can hear them coming in. And, like, I remember there was this dude who was doing some really weird and sketchy stuff. Like, it was, like, 1 and 2 in the morning. And he was in the shed or whatever. And I remember I was on watch, and I was like, bro, there's some dude doing sketchy stuff out here. And they're like, Doc, you're tripping. And I'm like, no, I'm not. Because I'd been on watch for, like, 12 hours, like, previous to that or whatever. And uh, I was like, no, dude, like, and I called out to the other trucks. Hey, look at this position on this specific grid. Are you guys seeing what I'm seeing? Just keep an eye out. And they were like, yeah, there's a dude in this, like, hut or whatever. And he's out there at 2 in the morning. I'm like, okay, so I'm not just seeing things. Can you guys just keep an eye out? They're like, yeah. So, he, you know, we're pretty sure he was making all kinds of goodies. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Either way. We call we call in Artie and we're just like, hey, can we do an Illum mission? And they're like, bro, you guys are like, we're like maxed out. And they're like, do it anyways. And they were like, well, we need to get clearance. So we get clearance. Bro, like when you hear, and it wasn't Artie, it was 120s, right? Yeah. And as it, they were literally like popping like maybe 100 feet over our heads. <laughs> like it's like, that's a sound you don't ever. It sounds like transformers over your head. Like as it's coming in, you just hear, and then you hear like, and then you see the flash, and you hear the shells like landing around you. Like, it's it's horrifying. It's cool <laughs> and horrifying at the same time. But like you hear like this whistle, and then like a transformer sound because it's like spinning in the air by some point. You know. Anyways, just to preface back, like I started hearing that same whistling sound, and I'm like, that sounds way too close. And I look back and I look at my CO, and I'm like, sir, that sounds way too freaking close. And he's like, no, it's good, doc. And then we see it hit like super close. And then I run and grab my med pack, and I'm like, oh, bro, dude, the homies and cat are dead. <laughs> And then I just see my CEO run to his freaking radio and he starts calling the fist dudes to like call the ceasefire. And I can kind of see like the fist dudes like up on their hill or whatever, you know. 
And you just see a lot of movement going up up there. And they only got like two rounds off. And luckily, like my boys and cat are like scumbags. So they were kind of like cruising back kind of slow. But if not, yeah, it landed like 500 meters in front of them. (laughs) (laughs) They were fine. But yeah, if if they would have gone the speed that they normally would go in and they wouldn't have been scumbags like they are. Yeah, that they they would have been done so bro. Like somebody would have gotten like four hundred k, but yeah, a, a lot of <laughs> a, a lot of dumb stuff happens. The two nine, it's just it's I don't know if it's whatever it is, but when it's not like training accidents and it's people seeing things, I, I truly believe there's some kind of like evil that is legitimately happening in twenty nine palms, like. Like, people can call me crazy, like, whatever, but realistically speaking, nothing else can explain it. Nothing. Yeah, definitely. You want to start getting into some of these messages? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, since we're on 29 Palms, you want to read yours first? I just had the one. So this dude was in uh, Tank Battalion, and same thing. He was uh, noticing some... Uh, some stars and they look kind of odd these lights and then it starts moving around and just whoosh, takes off bro i saw that um we're doing mccree i think or something like that yeah and i saw the lights in a line and i was like what the fuck is going on and then i looked at it on on nods dude it's like a whole line of them yeah i've heard a few stories like that yeah so I was freaked out, right? But me, like, I was trying to be rational about it. And then once I got service, I looked it up. Turns out it's that fucking Starlink, the Elon Musk Starlink shit. It's like yeah. satellites. So that one got explained, right? Yeah, yeah. But at the time, I was freaking the fuck out because I was like, I had no service because we're out in the middle of the desert. And I was like, what the fuck is this? You know, it's like yeah. a bunch of lights. I'm like, we're getting invaded. But, <clears throat> yeah, if you're ever out in Tornado Palms at around 9 o'clock, just look, get your nods out, look up at the sky, and you're going to see a fuck ton of lights. Um, I got one from some dude named Zach, Zach Smith, which is mm-hmm. very uh, cookie-cutter white person name, by the way. Nice. <laughs> And he said, on gate one at Camp Devil Dog, I'm assuming that's at, like, North Carolina or something, uh, there were rumors of something supernatural out there and things running faster than physically possible. Most of it was probably sleep deprivation and the dark. But I was out there late one night and heard the rustling speeds, the rustling speeding through the wood line the rustling speeding through the woodland. What the fuck does that mean? And thought it was probably a deer. So I wasn't surprised when I saw a deer at the very end of my vision. <clears throat> I walked towards the woodland to piss and my buddy started screaming, uh, screaming at me. And so I ran back, dig barely in my pants. And the deer was still about half a distance. I didn't see it myself, but he swears to this day it stopped stooped up on two legs and ran towards them. 
then it walked back into the woods. Fuck that, dude. Imagine a deer, <laughs> imagine a deer standing up on two legs. Dun, dun, and like... dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Hell no. Bro, skinwalkers are demons. It's that simple. Like it uh, is that simple, bro. Yeah. So, so that book is called uh what uh the survival orthodox book. And uh so Father from Rose talks about like how like people have like this huge obsession over like spaceships and aliens during the sixties, seventies. And he goes over that same information, you know what I mean, of just like how most of these experiences have been like always negative they've never been positive and how there's examples in the church how you know with like people being kidnapped and things being super like real to the point that you can touch them is that real like one of the examples was that uh there was these monks in a monastery and then uh so pride is already hard thing to deal with right and these dudes tried to like get rid of themselves of all these like worldly things and this one monk had this issue with pride and uh, and one day this angel shows up right and it tells him hey bro you're the favorite of the whole monastery or whatever he's like you're so favorite that you know the the dude that runs this place is giving you this uh this special like scarf or whatever and he's like cool so he starts wearing it. And then all the other bunks are like, bro, where'd you get that scarf? He's like, this angel came and gave it to me, bro. And they're like, bro, no way. You know what I mean? And then yeah. they could all touch it and feel it and be like, bro, this is kind of sketch. Like an angel kid. Like you didn't ask him like who he came from, what he's like, nah, man, like it's cool, bro. Like don't trip. And they're like, nah, Brian, this is a little sketch. And the, and the dude was like, nah, bro, it's cool. Don't trip. And like they were like, yo, let's go talk to the abbot, which is like the dude that runs the the monastery. And he's like, no. He like the angel told me that he's the one who gave it to me. And he's just like, they were like, okay, something's weird. And this dude was like, nah, man, it's cool, blah blah blah. And as they were trying to take this dude to the abbot, the freaking scarf just vanishes and like disappears. So like like it. it most people would be like, oh, bro, it's just a story or whatever. But it's just like, I don't know, man. Like, there's... No, everything is a story until... Until it's, it's not. not. <laughs> yeah, exactly, you know what I mean? It's just like, it, it does more disservice to, to lie about these kind of things. So even just... Yeah, it's like, oh, there's pedophilia in Hollywood. Like, oh, there's not. It's a story. That's a meme, bro. There's no way that Wayfair and, like, you know, the banks and the Rothschilds and, you know, just... Yeah. You know, it's it's all a meme, bro. It's all a meme, bro. The chemicals in the water are not turning the frog gay. All right, come on, man. It doesn't give you myocarditis. Just relax. Uh, but yeah, like these stories. Yeah, two nine is a it's the devil's playground, bro. I would not be surprised. Yeah, there's another one. Like I said. Um. So this guy Jordan Barbie said, "So it must have been the first week or two of BMT." Mm-hmm. No idea what the fuck that is. I'm assuming it's like some army shit. And when I would when I went through, I was at the 
32-2 in Alcatraz. <laughs> oh, that's another Oof. place probably haunted. <laughs> uh, those old dorms were rumored to be haunted for one reason or another. I had had done a favor for a guy from flight, and he gave me one of those protein bars. I ate it. I ate the bar and went to bed. As I drifted off the dream, or I, as I drifted off, the dream went from one thing to another until I found myself watching myself sleep. So many motherfuckers need to use commas and shit on here. <laughs> I watched myself for what felt like yeah, minutes yeah. until I thought, why am I watching myself sleep? At that point, I flew Astral back into projection, my body. Dude. <laughs> At that point, I flew back into my body. I turned my head and in the middle of the aisle on my feet stood a woman in white and she lunged at me and I woke up with my pulse on my neck. Uh, he wrote he wrote like a whole paragraph. Huh? Mm-hmm. Oh, he starts talking about a Ouija board. I don't fuck with that. Yeah, bro, like I'm, people don't understand that it's just like dude. Like, skip that part. <laughs> oh, there's another one from uh Fort Sam. Mm. This guy, Julio Morales, said, so one morning when I was in a school at Fort Sam, we went out to PT around 5 a.m. on the track, and it was still pretty dark outside. <clears throat> we had stopped to do calisthenics in the middle of a run, and I looked up and saw these three white orbs in the sky that outlined into the shape of a triangle. A little weird, unsure, or, or a little weird, sure, but... Didn't think much of it until they started moving. The way they shot across the sky without a sound was so unbelievably fast. Unbelievably fast. I knew it couldn't have been some normal aircraft. If I'm like stuttering through this, because I'm like really drunk. Um, that was the last I saw of it. Bro, there was to, a. Oh, go ahead. Uh, I talked to some of my classmates later that uh, that morning, and they said they'd. Seen the same thing a few weeks weeks ago coming back to the barracks as well. What the fuck? Bro, I had heard some stories and there's like a video on like on YouTube. And like I'm I was trying to look for it. It's funny that you mentioned like uh Fort Sam, because I had heard some stories that it was like uh haunted. You know what I mean? Granted, people have literally unalived themselves at the barracks. Like a fact. You know what I mean? So it's like, but there there was a video and I posted it like a long time ago, bro. This was like sh- like maybe like three years, four years ago, bro. I can't remember. And uh, it was like one of those where like, a, and it seemed edited, but like, it's like one of those weird, like it could go either way. You know what I mean? Where like some dude was kind of acting weird in his sleep and like his like his little nightstand or whatever would like shake and like things would fall off of it but like you can tell that like the the roommate was like completely freaked out so um again i I would not be surprised you know what i mean yeah there's another one on here that i got sent from uh Military housing slumlords, whatever. 
And it says, I'm a ghost hunter. I go to locations and specifically contact spirits. First of all, fuck that. Yeah, I've talked to her about that stuff, bro. She's talking uh, to demons, so. I'm good. I'm on. <laughs> I'm good. You know, it's like. The mercy's on it, too, bro. Like, I've, like, I've heard some stories, dude. Uh, would you ever put a baby in front of a pit bull? You know, like, I would yeah. do that. <laughs> I would not do that. Uh, Anyway. Yeah, exactly, bro. It's like, you, you know something not good is going to happen. So. Why, why do it? Yeah. Oh, but yeah. Anyway, we lived in Joint Base Lewis McCord housing uh-huh. my tv my bedroom was high up by the by the tall ceilings because that's where it fit i had to stand on my dresser to reach it i couldn't find the remote my son was kneeling on the taller bed at the foot of my bed he was reaching under the taller bed to find the remote as he was reaching under the remote slid out from under the bed <clears throat> i saw about four in four inches of it come out from under the bed. He saw the whole thing because his ankle allowed him to do so. Um, I was higher up and couldn't see, but the remote slid a whole foot from under the bed towards the tent. We both saw we both saw it. We paused at each other. We just stared at each other in the remote inside for like 30 seconds. So something was fucking with the remote TV remotes. They probably want to see they probably wanted to watch the movies too, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, probably because uh, they're watching some garbage, brother. They probably watching, uh, you know, Boo Boo. What's that, Honey Boo Boo Child? <laughs> <laughs> they're like, hey, change the channel. <laughs> that's real demons at work, bro. Yeah, that's yeah, like that. It's garbage. But yeah, yeah, like, bro, like all like, and it, it's so hard because people are just like, bro, it, it's just a matter of coincidence. It's like, no. Either there's something there or there isn't. It's either it's you you can't say there isn't when all these people are having all these experiences to similar and most people like people should have watched scary movies. So like, oh yeah, I could definitely see that happening. But then you tell them something like that's obviously there and they're like, Nope. And you're just like like bro, like how are you being hypocritical right now? Yeah. Like, you're going through all these mental gymnastics right now. And like saying one thing or saying that you believe one thing and not the other, but it's like under the same premise. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, do I believe in it? I believe in it because I've seen it. Same. So, like, you can't toss somebody into it. Yeah, I've seen both sides of it the good and the bad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like praying <laughs> over things and just. You know, things being answered in a way that you never thought it would. And then, you know, also being away from certain things and then you expose yourself to the evil or the other side of those things. And and then you see certain experience that it's hard to kind of deny any of it to just like, okay, there's definitely something here that I am not accounting for, but something that i still kind of always believed in i'm just and it may seem biased but it's just like look bro like it, it it's kind of an anecdotal but when you add other non-biased i guess sort of speaking experiences and we've all seen the same thing 
like in my example of those five other Marines that heard the same thing I did, there's there's no way to deny that. Yeah, there, there's definitely, you know, <clears throat> otherworldly stuff going on, I think. Oh, for and, sure. And, like, yeah, like, like you mentioned, like, you've seen both sides of it, you know. Um, and I agree because I've started experiencing it as well. Like, like I told you last time, like, I started going to church a few months ago. And, yeah. you know, you ever have those spicy thoughts or whatever? Mm-hmm. I haven't had them since I've been going to church. And even when I don't go to church, I listen, I listen to, like, a sermon, uh, like, on YouTube or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I haven't felt down at all. Like, sometimes you feel down, you know, like, depressed yeah, or whatever. Yeah. I've just been drinking water, working out. And then going to church and I've been feeling fine and I'm not trying to sell it to people, but if it works for me, like it's just short for anybody. Yeah. And like, even for me, the same thing, it's just, it's been, it's hard, but then it works. But then oddly enough, it's just like, there's this other coin or the other side to it. It's like, when they know you're doing something good, more bad kind of comes on top. Yeah, try, try to test you, you know. Yeah, yeah. So I, I've, I'm in that on that side of just like, you know, you're on the good way when all these things start to stack up against you. Just like, okay, I see it, I see it, and I hear it, and I can, and I know exactly. So yeah, yeah, it, it, it's both and. It's a matter of it, but yeah, some people, and it, it might seem like a little bit more to some, and, and especially to those who, like, I guess don't believe uh, when it comes to, like, the God thing, and that's a, another conversation for another time, but it, it's still inadequate, even rational, even though it seems irrational, which it, I guess kind of maybe depends on, depends on the perspective that you're taking, but if there even is the possibility of life after death and of evil being a thing, right? Like then if there's the the possibility and chance of evil existing, then obviously the opposite side has to exist just in a matter of logic. So just food for thought. And I know it's a, it's a binary, you know, Oh uh, what, bro? We're binary. Yeah, we're binary, bro. If I thought we good, we're fluid. If it's good, there's evil, bro. So I'm saying, Man, if yeah. there's evil, there's good. You know, it's a binary. If if God exists, why bad thing happen? If God not exists, how good thing happen? Yeah, but, exactly. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like if you guys have uh, your own creepy uh, military stories and uh, some stuff like that. Please feel free to send them into both Lance and I. We'll probably do a follow-on episode and a lot of the stuff because it's uh, it's interesting. Yet it's uh, it always scares ever living Dookie out of my pants. So uh, yeah, yeah, dude. Um, this is a good one, actually. Yeah, and yeah, if I think, uh, I think it went longer than we thought it would. <laughs> yeah, and uh. It, 
just a bit of advice for anyone who's out there during these times. Uh, if you don't believe in God, now would be a good time because <laughs> the end times are honest. It's later than you think, brother. But uh, <laughs> yeah, a lot of these, a lot of these situations will kind of uh, turn people into believers because you know, just it's it's hard to explain in any rational form of sense of these things. And I'm not telling you to believe just out of like irrational or rationality. You know what I mean? Like you do what you think is right. You know what I mean? And granted, you know, if you guys have questions about stuff like that, please feel free to message us. We'll answer what we can to the best of your, our, our abilities. And if you're having these kind of experiences, personally, <laughs> go to a church. Go to a church, repent. Yeah, because like, <laughs> like most of my, the demons that I struggle with, you know, all the internal stuff, uh, that's where I deal with mine. And it, it helps with all the things I've seen, done, and experienced to try not to let them haunt me. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes yeah, and I think, yeah, I think even if you don't go to church or, you know, you're not a believer, that's okay. Like, talk to your friends. Like, air this shit out. Yeah. And I think you'd probably feel a lot better in the long run. Yeah. And, and if they don't believe you, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like a long shot because it's, it felt like a long shot to me. You know what I mean? So it's like, if not, then, you know, there's always churches that, you know, will always kind of hear you out when it comes to stuff like that. Just from my own personal perspective, it's like there, there are studies or there are things that I've read enough to where it's like, okay, there, there's other stuff. And most movies will tell you the same thing. Uh, All these things are happening because demons, bro exorcism that's, that's all it is bro it's just damn devils hey school is the devil right <laughs> football is the devil it's the devil <laughs> that's probably what we sound like to people nowadays probably bro but <laughs> hey like realistically speaking though like if you really take a look at all these like it's more than just coincidence like if science PM can't explain it, then what can? You know what I mean? So it's just something to keep in mind. You know what I mean? And uh, if you don't believe, you know, that's your prerogative. You know what I mean? If you do, you know what I mean? Uh, stay strong. <laughs> <laughs> stay strong. Bring more, are coming. bring more into the fold. You know? uh, but, uh, if you do guys have more spooky stories and stuff that you y'all have seen, because I've seen some stuff as well about like Japan. I know Japan's got a lot of spooky stuff. Uh, and if you like this kind of content as well, please let us know. You know what I mean? Hit us up on the DMs, and you know we'll 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 bring a more uh, retarded perspective on these things. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, make sure you're more... following a. Uh, a little more spectrum perspective, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll put those real ghosts on the spectrum, you know? <laughs> and uh, make sure you're following both uh, Lance Corman and I. And uh, make sure you guys uh, check out the merch store. Uh, buy some stickers. Uh, whatever it is. And you're all daily needs of uh, Corman stuff. And uh, we'll catch you guys in the next time. Peace. Bye.